Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hello. Are you okay? Hello, hello, Tracy. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Actually, I don't care how you are. Can we just get this small talk out of the way and just get to the game? That was yeah, a good bit. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that it's us two that just have to do this again. So I know. We keep being like, <laughs> left to our own devices. I don't know how this keeps happening, but... Maybe, yeah. maybe it works. <laughs> well, well, I don't know about that. But I was just talking about how laid back we are. We're just chilling tonight. Um, we are chilling. What a game. We were sort of Great under game. an arm, weren't well we, about whether we should do, because Villa's so close, whether we do a double-edger. But oh, I don't know. I think yeah. there's something about this fixture that just makes Spurs, after that performance, especially that second half performance, it deserves a standalone pod. It really so does. wax lyrical for the next half an hour, 40 minutes about how good they were. Honestly, I was proper gassed by the end of it. I didn't. I wasn't so sure about the first half, but I guess we should talk about that. What is, was there anything about the lineup that surprised you? Um, um, I think the most notable news was that Kepper had to come in, wasn't there? But, but yeah, I don't. I don't remember seeing a lot in the build-up. I I actually forgot that Mendy had got the injury against Zenit. But as soon as I saw Kepper, I was like, oh, and now I remember he got the bang in the ribs, didn't he? Right at the end of the game. But the um, funny thing about uh, that was, was that actually, I think it was Mendy, either yesterday or the day before, actually did an interview and said that he was feeling fine and that he'd be ready and he was looking forward to this fixture. So I don't know whether something's happened in training. I don't know. He might have maybe just felt a twinge in training, maybe. It would have but been worth trying it, would it? I kind of, was I surprised Kante didn't start? Yeah, yeah, I was surprised Kante didn't start. But then when you look at it, the other side... Jorginho's been playing well. Kovacic has been playing very well the last couple of games, especially. So maybe not so much of a prior. You could really only say Kante and the keeper situation. Apart from that, I think everything was pretty much bang on, really. Yeah, maybe I... Azbulaquet, the right wing back, but... Yeah, I did think, actually. I was I was a bit surprised that Reese didn't come in. Um or is this the I game? Think they that... Maybe thinking if they get in behind Reese, maybe there was a thinking maybe that might. Yeah, I couldn't remember how. Out... Couldn't remember what game he was um, banned for. Was it Villa? Yeah, so it, that, it was oh, so it Liverpool been Villa. banned for Villa. Yeah, yeah and so it was only one game. Yeah. yeah, I was a bit surprised that maybe he didn't start, but I don't have an issue with Dave. He's just like a man mountain these days. Um, solid, Marcus yeah. Alonso, I fully expected to see because he loves the game against Spurs. He did actually come quite yes. close to scoring as well, didn't he? A couple of times, he actually. Um, he did. And again, obviously, the only surprise on the bench was the fact that obviously Mendy wasn't on the bench so he clearly wasn't uh fit enough to even make a bench so it was as as expected I guess um so I guess we should talk about the first half now I don't know about you but I was I actually felt quite confident about this game and then I think within the first minute I thought oh fuck me this isn't going to be quite as easy as I was thinking (laughs) I feel like it was very interesting how they set up. It was like the, it was the free forwards and they were literally pinned on like, um, one of their forwards was sat on one of our defenders. So all three, 
all three of our centre arse were all occupied by one of their forwards. That was literally yeah. men on men. Yeah. And that was I haven't seen anyone try that yet. So I thought that was quite interesting. And I think that kind of that unsettled us a little bit. Um, not so much for the whole of the first half, but like the first half of the first half, I thought. Yeah. It definitely did unsettle us. I didn't I didn't really feel they didn't really do much where I was like, oh my god, they're gonna score in a minute. But they did make us look uncomfortable at times. They pressed us very well. They were flying into tackles. I thought, fuck, they're bang up for this game. Um, but by the end of the first half, I thought we'd come into it a little bit more. And then obviously that change on half time just fucking yeah, it, was, it ignited. It wasn't the change I was expecting, but it fucking worked. <laughs> no, and I have to admit, that first half, I think I was sort of looking and I was thinking, right, opening sort of minutes, I thought, oh, we don't look all that comfortable. And I think you're right. They sort of, they, they purposely... very well. And they purposely went out to upset us. And I think, rightly yeah. so, really, because uh, they've yeah. lost a couple of players on Thursday night. They also would have been more tired than us I mean we play Tuesday they play Thursday and you know they had a couple of injuries already there was a couple of doubtfuls Son Son ended up making it into the side Um, but obviously they lost Mora and uh, uh, can't think of his fucking name Um, he ain't important anyway Sanchez I think that Deverson Sanchez hasn't been playing has he oh and um, not Hoiberg who's the other one I can't remember, but he um, he didn't start. So I I was thinking, right, yeah, that it, it is going to have to be a little bit more unsettled for them, I guess. But they, yeah. so it's it, the onus is on them, especially being at home, to kind of stick it on us. And to be fair to them, they did, like they you say. First yeah. half hour, they were just fucking. They were honest every time we got the ball. Yeah. And the first couple of minutes, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't actually going to be a comfortable day. The only thing I did think no. was that they might tire a bit quicker than us, um, like towards the end. So that was kind of, I was yeah. thinking, if we can ride this out and if we can not concede whilst they're kind of all full force on us, then it won't be so bad. But I think that's actually the first time this season where I felt like, oh, we don't look like we're handling this very well. And it probably was because it was unexpected. I mean, normally when you play yeah. Tottenham, they like to play their way and we like to play our way. And it, it, it normally involves a they, few clashes, but it's... They flew out the box. Yeah, they yeah. flew out the traps. So, yeah, first off was a bit of a... I think I would say a, a nervy off, one. But yeah. As I said, as the half went on, I thought we'd just slowly come into the game as the half went on. And... Even when they were on top, on the rare occasions that we did go forward, we did look very dangerous on the counter. And it was kind of just a last, it was that last pass that was going astray. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We sort of, I think as well, I, I felt like, and I think I mentioned it in the 1905 uh, full-time post, where it felt like even for the whole game, everything was very compact and going through the middle. And I didn't feel like we were utilising our wide players as much Um no. Uh, no, actually, I think I said that at half time because I felt like we were sort of trying to pass through just a, a, a humongous amount of bodies as opposed to sort of sticking it out to um, Alonso or Dave, who were quite readily available out mm. on the wings. We sort of were trying yeah, to were. play through the middle and I wasn't, didn't quite understand why we were doing that because one of our best assets now, especially with Lukaku up front, is to whip a ball in. Um, yeah. The... the Player that I actually think in the first half for us, who I felt like was not 
on his metal at all was Havertz. He looked completely out of his depth in the first half. I think he was the one for me. He was the one that... Um... I thought we looked better in the second half. Yeah, he did, yeah. Before we went off. But going back to the first half, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think he was the one He was the one that looked like he struggled with the prep. Like, every time he got the ball, they were just on him straight away. And he, I don't think he liked that. And I think so much so that actually there were points where he got the ball and he had a chance to take a touch and actually think about what he was doing. And he sort of rushed them. And I thought that's because now he's expecting somebody right on his shoulder. Someone just come straight through the back of him. Yeah. 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 And I don't, yeah, I don't think he handled that too well. But like you say, second half, he sort of, the first part of the second, when did he go off about 69 minutes or something, didn't he? So, I mean, yeah. I thought he kind of redeemed himself. He looked like he grew into the game. But he definitely he was involved looked... in the. He was involved at the start of the second goal. I think he done some yeah. nice work at the start of the second goal to get it out wide. Um, yeah, sort of found like we were here, sort of screaming at Kai, going, "Take a touch! You didn't need to do that." But it was. He, I think he did sort of feel that heat a bit. So, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. it was, it was forgivable, really, because he had no time at all. Well, nobody had really much time. I mean, like we say, Spurs did at least come out the blocks the way they did, and sort of put us under a bit of pressure. But yeah, I think the the first half wasn't. There wasn't really much to talk about. I think they said that we'd had like. Six shots each, and Tottenham was the only one who had one on target uh, in the first half. And I was like, well, if they were counting that one that Kepa had to come right out to collect, I'm not sure I would have counted that as a shot on target. <laughs> Maybe no. I missed one. <laughs> no, I did think we did put um, Kepa under a bit of pressure as well, which I do find, right, when... When we've got Mendy in goal, we, we we do pass it back to him, but we don't pass it back to him under the same pressure we seem to do with Kepper. And I feel a bit sorry for Kepper in that respect because we ideally he actually so this was obviously him playing because Mendy's um injured, but we do actually need Kepper to pick up a few games between now. January. Yeah. Well, yeah, we need him to. So we need him to kind of have a have some minutes under his belt going into January. So it, I'm expecting him to start on Wednesday, say, against Villa. Um, he, sh- he should start Wednesday, yeah. Uh, but I don't understand why we seem to put... Hit, I don't know whether it was just the nature of the game, but I felt I always feel like whenever Kepa's in goal, we put him under unnecessary pressure when we could, if need be, just hoof the ball out to kind of make sure. And so I felt a bit sorry for Kepa on quite a few occasions in that first half because I think we were all flapping a little bit and weren't expecting what Spurs would bring in. But the... Yeah. Almost like give it to him, he'll deal with it. And actually, that's not what we need to be doing with Kepa because I think he would be <laughs> more likely. Confidence, huh? Yeah, and we, and he would more likely to to have a mistake. But he made saves and um he did keep us he in. Smart saves. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really have an issue with him at all. To be fair, I just thought I don't like him. Keep sort of putting him under pressure, but that was more on everyone else. I felt. Um, I do want to yeah, smart saves. I think it was in the first minute or so, wasn't it, that even Christensen swooped in with his cape um, and managed to hook him. Yeah. And I just thought, right, okay, well, at least they're ready because that was only a couple of minutes into the game. (laughs) Great clearance. Yeah, and in the second half, he even had a bloody shot. The thing is, it's 
if he doesn't get that, he's facing his own goal. He's leaping towards that. He can easily score an own goal. Yeah. He's had to go with his wrong leg to clear it. So he's gone with his right leg, which is probably the harder one to clear it with. Yeah. Um, and if he doesn't get there or he misses it, Harry Kane's got to tap him behind yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did really well. We keep talking about him being a bit more unassuming and you kind of, if you don't know it's him, you know he's doing well. But I think today, actually, he did a solid job defensively and then in the second half he did at least have a swipe at goal and don't get me wrong it was probably never ever going to go in but I'd rather him have a go he's been watching Moody hasn't he he's been thinking right if he can do it imagine if he just scored as well today that would have been mad he's improved like he can literally do everything he can do the ugly stuff now he can bring the ball out but the improvement yeah, I think you're right. Oh, you did kind of fall off a bit there. It's fucking. I think. Massive. Um, How much he's improved? I'm back. Don't worry. Yeah, you are back. <laughs> Sorry, just smacking the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think he is a massive improvement. Like he has come on leaps and bounds, and. Um, I yeah. think he feels quite cemented in the side, which, and we've said before, he's quite a confidence player, isn't he? And if he feels like he's being definitely, trusted, definitely. I think he's he plays better. But to have the confidence to go forward, I mean, we know that he can do it for Denmark. We've seen him, and he scored a, he scored a goal recently, didn't he, for Denmark? So it, at least he's having a little yeah. pop. I mean, you know, if Rudy's entitled, That's so confidence. yeah, so is Andreas. So, shall we move on to the second half? Because that was like the game completely turned on its head. and It was literally a game of two halves, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> did, did you think, because my immediate reaction was, okay, this is not the game for Kai. He's not really on it. He's not handling this very well. I think probably bestie comes off. And, um, yeah. But then we saw um, Kante for Mount. And I was a bit like interesting now I do believe that Mount shouldn't be uh, kind of used as he was last season where or the season before where he was having to play every single game I think we do have to manage that especially as he didn't have much of a break he played majority of the Euros um so I thought okay that's an interesting move because my personal feeling was either Georgie could come off um or Kai. Now, I didn't think about Mount, yeah. but in all honesty, actually, it was a bit of a masterstroke in the end because obviously Kante then had a bit Ooh, of a free yeah. reign, didn't he? He was in there. He was in the middle. He was the extra body in the middle to nullify them in the midfield. And he had a license to just go around and do what he does best just yeah. run around, tackle everyone, pass the ball, get forward, score it, the goal, score the yeah. second goal. He looked like he was having a great time, which was quite nice, really. <laughs> he loved it. He loved it, didn't he? That I smile just... on his face when he scored that goal. Oh, my God. I mean, I think, well, I mean, I don't know how if it's actually been classed as Kante's, but I think they have given it to him. I don't know whether because they're classing it you, as a target. <laughs> how can anyone possibly take a goal away from someone who's got a smile like that? That's very true. That's evil. That's evil. I even posted because there was a really cute picture of of Kai and uh, <laughs> N'Golo cuddling, where it looked like like 
you know, Angolo was Kai's kid and was just so happy and just giving him this cuddle. And I was just like, I can't deal with the cuteness. I can't deal with it. But I was like, he just looked, I mean, let's talk about Silver's goal actually first, because Kante, I think, really grew, like, he he almost hit the ground running. I think he made an immediate difference. But um, Thiago Silva, man. I mean, not only is he a rock at the back, but he's absolutely bossed it for that goal. Deli Ali had absolutely no idea where he was. And he just leapt like a salmon and took his goal. And the passion on him when he was actually celebrating was amazing. Silver, um, that goal, he's just, he's lost Deli Ali. He's moved, he's moved. as you said, Deli Ali didn't even know where he was. Not a clue. Um, and it's, I just wish, and I know everyone kind of says this, you just kind of wish he was 27 and not 37. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually made a joke because I watched the game with my mum and Jordan and I said, the way he was he was blocking everything, he was getting involved in everything, and the way he then rose up for that, I said, you, you, no one can tell me he's 37. He does not he's, look like he is. He's like Peter Pan. Yeah. But he, he was... Um, they put Son on him because they thought Son was going to be too quick for him. They thought Son was going to get him behind him, was going to embarrass him. He had Son in his pocket the whole... Son didn't get past him once. No. Do you know <laughs> what? In his pocket. And I urge anyone who might not have noticed at the time, but when Silver scored that goal and then went running off uh, to go and celebrate with the crowd, uh, Delhi Ali almost looked behind him with one of those... Who did that? Like, where did, where did that come from? Where did he come from? <laughs> Literally, Delhi Ali looks so confused. And not only does that guy look a muppet because his hair is absolutely atrocious. Hey, I just thought, <laughs> what a classic moment that he didn't even know yeah. how that had happened because he had he had he nearly done it again 10 minutes later. It was only a good save from the goalie. He had decent reactions to keep it out. He'd done the same thing again, but he went to the front post this time. Yeah, honestly, I just... And the passion from Silver when he scored. I mean, that he is... Loved it. Kissed the badge, didn't he, and everything. Fucking love that shit. What a legend. Yeah. I he mean... needs to be... If he does retire at the end of the season, um, they need him on the coaching staff in some capacity. 100% because I do think let him that do he's... his badges, yeah. let him do his badges or whatever if he's not doing them, just have him in that dressing room, have him in that dressing room because he's know, massive squad. And I think actually he's one of the main reasons that Christensen is what he is now. I think he's had 100%. a real arm around the shoulder from Silva. He's had a massive influence on the all them defenders. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, 100%. He's a leader. He's, he's a leader. And such a great guy. I mean, he clearly is absolutely loving his time here. I mean, like he's said, fallen in love with the club, isn't he? Yeah. In such a short time. And his missus, she's fucking brilliant. I could watch her all day long. Games, yeah. Like, always in with the supporters. She's like, yeah. never in like the executive box or anything. I know. I love her. She's amazing. It's, she did a video not that long ago where she was joking that Tiago Silva doesn't need to work out because he lifts so many trophies. <laughs> I love it. That shit yeah. I love it. He's brilliant. Um, I love it. So yeah, I mean, going into the second goal, which was Angolo's, which came not too long after our first breakthrough with Tiago, which actually I think we needed. It sort of then bolstered us a little bit more, and I think we we're already in control at that point. So to score at that point 
actually was kind of a bit of a blessing because I think that, that was a platform. second goal stabbed him, didn't it? Right in the heart, that second goal. A hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, I love that it, they did give it to Kante, but oh, die how fucking bad is he man jesus i love the fact he was shouting at everyone else and it was like well you you were just really badly positioned to be fair mate. the thing is that's all he seemed to be doing the whole game just screaming at everyone else yeah he's a proper angry soul at the moment i mean i i was so pleased to see he was playing i won't lie him and ali yeah. i I never think that actually they ever look like they have a really good game against us. I think I would have been more worried no. if Mora had played because I feel like he's more of a threat. But um, so I was quite yeah, glad to see yeah, that he yeah, wasn't there. I mean, I mean, their lineup didn't scare me really. I mean, I, I won't lie. I thought Harry Kane was pretty ineffective. What's the, what's the, the only thing you could probably say when you look at their starting lineup, you think the only thing you think is, we have to keep Kane quiet and mm. we have to keep Song quiet. And then you just think if we keep an eye on um, Undombele, what, I can't even say his name. The game yeah, Undombele. Yeah, he's quite a threat. He's, I actually think they don't get the best out of him at all. I think he's a very no. good player. They waste yeah. him, to be honest. But you just... you. Keep an eye on him. You keep Kane and Song quiet. You've won the game, haven't you, really? Well, even, no um, even um, Lo Celso didn't fancy it. He, he looked like he went down injured and was, you could just tell he was like, I'm not really up for this. He didn't game. fancy that uh, one bit. What? Didn't fancy that one bit. Such a typical Spurs player. I didn't think any I didn't think anyone really no one had a bad game. I thought Lukaku was quiet. Um yeah, I think he was. Although I do feel like he was still sort of making the runs. He was still pointing where he wanted the ball. But I felt like yeah. it was that thing where we were trying to play through the middle all the time and it was never going to reach him. He had too many men around him. But, but, but I almost feel like that when, was his, his role today, that he was just pulling players exactly. out of the equation. Even when, even when he's firing on all cylinders or whatever or not the centre of all the play or what's happening you've got you've got a presence up there you've got that big physical presence up there who's going to occupy one or two centre arms yeah so yeah. he's vital even when he's even when he's he come into it more as the game went on he come into it a lot more as the game went on especially the last 15 20 minutes or so um but no, no one had a bad game. Everyone contributed. I yeah. think it was the change at half time. I think the change at half time won us the game. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I think I, I think that's what I like about Tuchel now is that I feel like he feels more settled in what he's got, and I think he knows where he can tweak and where he can't. I was very surprised to see Georgie stay on. I don't I, I don't think he had a very good game at all, to be fair. And I, I find that, uh, I even said to Jordan, obviously Jordan's Italian, so he's, you know, he's well up for Georgie. But I feel like Georgie is better placed in the international and the European stage than he is still in the Prem. And I think especially against the team... That, uh, like Tottenham that we played today where I feel like they weren't so assured of the, 
their, their own game that they proper stuck on everyone. I don't ever think Georgie copes that well with it. Georgie likes time on the ball and he plays a lot better when he's got that. So I don't think today was for him, although I do think once Kante was part of that equation, I think Georgie looked better. But I, he looks again, better when Kante's there because he does all the other bits and pieces. Yeah, he gives him the time. Yeah, gives him the time. Yeah, and uh, yeah. but Kovacic again, I thought he had another great game. He played well. He played. It, it was a different kind of a performance. Yeah. Than the last couple of games, but he played very well. I feel like he's. Well, I know it's only been three really good games in a row, but if he continues on this, he's kind of turning into more of an all-round midfielder. Although. He should have buried that chance at the end. Yeah, yeah, he really. He was through. He just side foot it in the corner. It's a goal, and I think he knew that. You can see how annoyed he was with himself that he never pulled the trigger until it was too late. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think. Um, I think by that point it was kind of a bit of a free for all. It was very comfortable at two 0 wasn't it? And they weren't really bothering yeah. us. To be fair, um, I mean. I was actually quite surprised though, even watching the game and feeling like it was um it was kind of a game of chances. I, I felt like either ends, I felt like. Um so I was quite surprised to see that um Tottenham had eight shots, two on target. That didn't surprise me by the end of the game. But uh but for us, we had twenty shots, ten of them on target, three of them put away. And I feel that like second half, man, it was just it was, it was rampant, yeah, guy. yeah. It was and, rampant. And I actually come away from that thinking, how did we only score three by the end of that? Oh, it should have been five or six. Oh, I think so too. It should have been five or six. We literally took them apart in the second half. Yeah, and do you it, know what I think as it well? It was levels. It was levels. Yeah, there, there was levels. I think. Um, I think we. Uh, we could have easily been punished in that first half, but we did. And again, how I said to you about um, the Villa game and how in the crowd they'd seem to... I mean, normally you can sort of feel the tension when people are feeling like they're a bit frustrated or it feels like the other side are playing better and you're not sort of getting a grab of the game. And mm. I felt like, again today, even watching it on telly, thought at no point, although I felt like it was a nervy sort of first half, at no point, though, did I worry that we wouldn't get something out of the game. I wasn't... That's sat- a good... Yeah, go on. That's when you know your club's confident. Like, yeah. it's just confidence throughout the club. Supporters, playing staff, management, board members, everyone's confident at the minute. I- I've just found a really interesting stat as well. Um, so obviously Thiago and uh, Rodi both scored. Rodi for his goal, honestly, absolutely brilliant finish. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he's gone from making forty-yard runs and having, you know, having a fire to, you know, like actually finessing now. <laughs> great goal! It was a great goal. But the 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 stat is not only did obviously Silva and Rodi both score, but they both won every single aerial duel that they contested, and neither of them. <laughs> And neither of them committed a single foul today. That is... That's, that's impressive. That's proper defending. Especially against a side like Spurs who would try and get underneath your skin, especially when they're not winning or they're threatened by you. They're, normally it turns into a bit of a war, doesn't it, between us lot? And we start hacking lumps out of each other. And But today I think there was only one yellow card and that was for us. 
So, I mean, it was a very different game today. I mean, I don't think Tottenham yeah. quite had that fight in their belly. They tried a couple of times. I mean, Kovacic did stunt. I can't even remember who the guy was on the floor when he got away with it, so that's all right. But yeah, I just thought, when I just saw that, I was like, that actually is a pretty good stat. I mean, even then, that makes you think that like even Rudy has got now a level of calmness about him. Although he's still got that shit house, which I love. And I think there were points in the game. Love the shit house. Proper trying to get trying to get under people's skin. I love that about Rudy because he manages it more often than not. But to, to almost fire that home to like take the third goal was just okay, see you later. Like this was too easy. <laughs> it's that to the crowd, isn't it? They were booing him at the start. It's literally middle finger in the crowd. Yeah. So, scoring that third goal. So another stat on Moody, which is really impressive. He had a hundred percent shot accuracy. <laughs> and one out of one. Hundred percent aerial duels won. Two interceptions, two clearances, one goal, zero fouls committed. Literally a human wall. And even Marcus Alonso, who I actually did think had a good game. I think he I was very unlucky to not score today. He did have a good game. Yeah, he had a 90% pass accuracy, 17 passes into the box, 17 passes into the box, 15 crosses, five touches in the opposition box, four ball recoveries, four chances created, four interceptions, four duels won, four shots, three fouls won and one assist. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's that some numbers. And that was pretty much all in the second half. That second half was rampant yeah it was so rampant I was um surprised again I don't know about you um to see uh Werner come on so late it's almost like we're not getting a real chance to see what Werner and Lukaku can do do you feel like to a point I don't feel like he come on too late though I think I think that was about right 20 minutes do you think? Yeah, I think that was about right. And he yeah. was the only one that got booked, actually, so I'm talking out my ass. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I fucking disagree with you about that. <laughs> I just think, I don't know why. I just almost feel like I want to see, I want to see at least half hour, 45 minutes of them two together. Because, and I think the reason I thought, Kai might go off and he might jiggle it about a bit to have Werner playing was because I because Lukaku was being occupied by so many, which was great in other aspects of the game. But I felt yeah. like having Timo and him, I don't know if Spurs defenders would have known where to go first. And I felt like we could have really stretched them like really early in the second half had we have yeah. done that. And I mean, I'm not complaining at all. Today, I was, you know, that second half was everything we could have wanted it to be. And we walked away very comfortably. Um, And I think that's another thing I like about us at the minute is, imagine when we're actually playing really well. Like, really, really well. We're not even touching the surface, I don't think. I don't think so either. And as we said for Villa and Zenit, where the games weren't, you know, they weren't exhilarating, but we got the job done. It, it, it's a great platform to build from. Yeah. Today, I think we did have a sloppy first half, but we rose to the challenge in the second half. So again, there's nothing to complain about. We're not even conceded a goal. Um, but I think 
I just would like to see what Timo and Lukaku can do together because I think them two would be a fucking nightmare. And I think especially as Havertz wasn't quite on his game, it would have been interesting. I don't think Spurs would have coped with that very well from the off, if you want me to be honest. Or is it... No, I don't think they would. It's, It's something that we will see. But did you think, though, see, I'm going to go against my own thing now, because when Timo come on and he had a couple of chances, didn't he? And he sort of fired it straight at Lloris. I did think, ah, you're not doing It's like he's frustrating me because he's not doing himself any favours. But I don't know whether that's because he's not had time to grow into a game yet. Yeah, I agree more with your last point about him not having an opportunity to grow into a game. I feel like he's going to... He will start on Wednesday against Villa. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He needs, He's just going to need to take his chance. It's a big game for him Wednesday. Well, and to be fair, as much as like, obviously, I don't, and I'm not being rude about it. If we won it, I'd be well happy. But Carabao, when you get started, it feels a bit shit, doesn't it? It's only really great when you get to the latter stages. But you yeah. don't want to go out at this point. No one wants to go no. out of it. So it's still going to be important for him if he does get to start. I think he's going to have to be on his, he's got to start, Proving what he's got, he's scored. He's scored some goals. He's scored some goals. Do you think we see um, Lukaku play on Wednesday? Nah, I don't think so. No, I don't either. He he won't risk him for City at the weekend. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Who? I guess uh, we've kind of done this, and obviously, like we said, you know, Rudy. I think it. Our second half felt like it was a complete performance from everyone on the pitch. I don't think anyone in the second half, apart from maybe Timo, but that is, I do think that you still can't get on his back because he's not had an awful lot of playing time so far. And he still had an impact when he come on. Yeah, he should have scored, but he still had an impact. He still caused him trouble when he come on. Yeah. So I think, oh yeah, I don't think anyone really had a bad game. So. Should we have a little stab at what we think might actually happen against Villa? I know we're both... Set. So, Kepa, we think, yes, we'll start, don't we? Yeah, Kepa's nailed on to start, yeah. You think Trevor Shalaba gets a go? Yeah, I think uh, Trev starts. He Reece? comes in. Um, Reese will come in and play. Yeah, yeah. Reese will come in and play. Ben Chilwell comes in for Alonso. Yeah, I hope so. Um I think Silver probably won't play, but I think Rudiger probably will play again. Yeah, I think he will he just, too. To, he just seems to play every game, Rudiger, anyway. It doesn't seem to bother him. He plays every competition, every game. Um, oh, I w- let's talk about him very quickly because we both said after the last thing that there are all these little rumours floating around now that like Rudy's not signed a new contract yet. and um, But yet he is now integral to our defence. Oh, he's massive. So is this a ploy or is it just bullshit? Because I don't know what to make of it. I'm not, I must admit, I'm not worried about it at the minute. I don't think it's a big thing for us to worry about at the moment. I'd be interested if he doesn't want to stay because I don't really see why I wouldn't. Everything's working for him. He's got a manager that believes in him. I don't... Yeah. As you just said, why wouldn't you stay? 
Yeah, Surely. I find it a bit odd. I don't know whether it's paper talk or he just wants more money. I've decided. Yeah, probably a bit. Of, it's probably a bit of both, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Sorry, carry on. So you think um, Callum also gets a shout? I think he deserves a shout. Well, the I'd like to see him start further forward. If I'm being honest, I think it's the game where you could play him a bit further forward from the start. Um, we've already talked about Timo. Timo starts. Yes. Um, see it. Ziyech will play. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think so. Z- Ziyech will play, yeah. And Saul? Yeah, and, um, yeah I'd probably go... Oh, do you want to risk Kante? I don't think you do, do you? No, see, I don't think so. I think that's why he got 45 minutes today. And then I wouldn't go Sal Kovacic, because I, I don't think that really worked great. Well, it might be an Sal opportunity... Jorginho. Yeah, I was going to say, it might be an opportunity to rest Kovacic. Sal Jorginho, I think, for me. Um, and then, obviously, Ben Chilwell plays. Well. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, yeah, I'm quite interested maybe to... Maybe the Sheik, maybe. Oh, hope, yeah, I hope, Ruby. He wasn't, he wasn't even on the bench today, so I hope that that like, few minutes he got didn't ruin him already. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, he's probably, he's probably called COVID or pulled a hamstring oh, or something. No, don't. I'm really hoping we do see uh, Ruben. I really do. I think there's um, a great... I feel a bit sorry for Sal because he's obviously come in, had to play against Villa, didn't have a great game as we discussed, and now his second game's likely to be against the same fucking opposition. <laughs> he's going to be either having nightmares or wanting to improve, isn't he? <laughs> Are we at home Wednesday? We are at home again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, so. at least it's a bit more familiar. But yeah, I'm interested. I don't, I don't really see us having a problem. It's a game I'm quite looking forward to. It's one of those games. It's where there's going to be quite a few changes, and it yeah. either goes one way where you're like, "Fuck me, weren't he good? Weren't he good? Weren't he good?" Or it's a fucking ball fest and we win on penalties or something and no one really impresses. Yeah. It's going to be one or the other. You'd like to think, wouldn't you, if some of like the fringe players now are going to get an opportunity, that they're going to give it full force and punish Villa and kind of show us what they're about. But it never normally works that way for us, does it? It doesn't. No. <laughs> I've been to so many drab Carling Cup games at home yeah. where you're just like, I just want to go home now. Why have I come to this game it's so crap yeah I hear that I'm not going on Wednesday although I am disappointed to not be going because it always feels like too long from one fixture to the next but um yeah my little lad Riley's going to get his opportunity so uh yeah maybe it's a good game for him but yeah and then and then uh then we'll both be back for City me and Rick are going to City together how exciting We'd probably end up with black eyes by the end of it. I'm bringing my boxing gloves. <laughs> I said to somebody on, I said to, I think it was Connor on the, um, I think I said to him on the Twitter account, I said, I'm going to offer you out for a straightener and we're just going to settle it once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Then we might get some bets placed. There's quite a few of us meeting up after that game. Yeah, we could make some fucking money here. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Live so streaming funny. of 1905 bus stops. It would be amazing. 1905 <laughs> live stream straightener. The problem is you're not disagreeing with me too much anymore, Rick. So you're gonna have to find your new it's angle. A, it's unsettling. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna start arguing with you for the sake of it. I think. Well, you you always argue against me about Georgie. So I mean yeah. I think that one's always gonna stay alive. Yeah. But we'll find out. Yeah, hundred percent that's always gonna stay alive. <laughs> I'm 
One day I'm going to show you all my J5 poster, but I don't think you're ready for it yet. I'll save that for another <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even doubting that you have them, to be fair. Well, and my J5 underwear as well. I'll save that for another I'll just well. stick with my Kante and his very lovely smile. <laughs> my son wants to DM him to ask if he'll marry me. And I said, the poor boy's so like, polite, he'd probably just say yes. <laughs> he probably would as well. <laughs> And as we talked about, like, best flatmates or whatever, I actually thought, I bet he makes a banging cup of tea and all. You know that there's pure effort going into that cup of tea. There was nothing bad about living with him, nothing bad at all. Can all the 1905 followers just tag, like, can't they, and ask him if he'll marry me? (laughs) (laughs) Please do it. Please do it. I really want to. I might. I don't want to go as far as to stalk him, but yeah, my son literally is going to message him. He said he'd quite like Canto to be his stepdad. <laughs> I love this. Is literally this is literally this subject has come up at family meetings. I love it. It actually has. Yeah, honestly, I was told I could either marry um, Insignia or Kante because they're both my height. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually said, I'd be happy with Eva, but I imagine that Kante would be the most fun in terms of just never being moody, never being moody. You'd be going out on bike rides and stuff and he'd just be smiling, wouldn't he, the whole time you've got that. He's in agony doing a fucking mountain climb, but he's going to get to that top. <laughs> right, but that's me sorted then. I'm going to marry Kante. Or Insignia, or both, don't mind, either. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we're going on to... We're either going to do, aren't we? I love it. A a pod for maybe after Villa, or we could combine Villa and um, City, I guess. I guess Maybe. Oh, he's dropped out. I think we kind of judge it how the game is on Wednesday. Yeah, I think so too. We'll just judge it how Wednesday is. Yeah. But yeah, we hopefully Wednesday will just be a nice little uh, game for some of the fringe players, and then we can crack back on with City. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me again. I mean, I'm, I'm becoming well, quite accustomed to just me and you having these lazy Sundays. I'd like to say I'd like to say it was a pleasure, but that would be a lie. <laughs> yeah, it definitely would be a lie. I think the best I can say is it was bearable, is the best I can put it. It was bearable. I feel like I'm climbing a ladder here. I mean, I've gone up a run. <laughs> Bearable's better than atrocious. So I, I'm, it feel was like bearable. I'm, I'm, I'm winning my way into your heart now, Rick. But <laughs> you haven't sung any horrific songs today. So that's the only reason it's been bearable. Well, it's funny you say that. But once oh. we cut this off, I was going to do my own intro of my Romelu song. So thanks for reminding me. Oh, Listen, thank God I'm just not here to watch no, it anyway. That's not happening. That's not happening. I already put it on Twitter. It was a real Marmite. I don't know why people didn't like it, but some people fucking loved it. I'm hoping to get it going for City Week so that you're sat in that crowd and you've got to actually get involved. I will not get involved. <laughs> I'm going to make sure involved. you do. <laughs> Oh, you're not involved. You get, you get Jaeger bombs, and then he'd be well away with his Bromelu to the tune of Waterloo. That I can see song, it all coming. That song, I can't believe I actually lost faith in humanity. There were so many people commenting saying it was good and they loved it. Well, I this, lost faith in humanity. That shows how out of touch with 
football banter and um, sing song. Uh, I can't think of the words, but you're so out of touch now. So it's, out of touch. It, it, it was horrific. It did was you, horrific. Did you not see the video of the guys who put it on my threads where they were sat on the plane? So I presume it was when they'd gone to Porto or maybe Belfast and they were singing Romelu to the tune of Waterloo. I just had a few more words. So they were already on this. So you're the one that's out of the loop here, Rick. No, it's definitely you. (laughs) (laughs) I might just keep putting it in people's heads because I think it's one of those ones that you just can't stop. Once it's in your head, it's there. If I see it again, if I see it again on the timeline, you're blocked. (laughs) Brilliant. I'm doing it straight after this. (laughs) I know how quick you are with that block button. (laughs) I love a good block. As some of the listeners might have found out already. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess, yeah, it's kind of been a pleasure. I'm still laughing, so that's something. I'm going to go go finish my beer now and... uh, edit this I guess and then I don't have to talk to you for another week now I could just ignore you for the rest of the week I know it's amazing fantastic (laughs) I'm just going to archive you in my whatsapp chat (laughs) I'm going to archive you then it doesn't give me any notifications of your stupid waffle as you're going along (laughs) so on that note Thanks for listening, everybody. Give us your feedback as always. Yeah. Well, yeah, you seem to just be stuck with us, but you know, that's fine by me if it's fine by you. Yeah. 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 And keep the blue flag flying eye.